0: Hello, I'm Alison Larkin, writer, comedian, narrator, and host of The Jane Austen Podcast. Join me as we embark on a journey through Austen's timeless stories, starting with Pride and Prejudice. The Jane Austen Podcast with Alison Larkin is available wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Hello, yo, what up?
1: We back? Not much,
0: not much, homie. What up with you? Yeah, all I see is flames, my G. We
2: do be back. You're right. We We were gone for a little. We had a little
0: interview. We dropped an interview, but like dropped
2: an interview, but you missed us. I'm gonna tell them what went on with me, so because I did say some life things happened. So true. Um, well, first of all, I just didn't read the book, so.
0: Well, I mean, there was a lot going on in your life, which is why you didn't I read the No, but I had a
2: whole extra week to read it. Like, and I always save it to like the last days
0: because I like reading on the
2: weekend and like some pressure, like some, yeah. you know, some fire under your butt, like really gets you going. Um, but I shouldn't have because my dad had a mini stroke and then that took up like all of my time and my worry. And then I wasn't reading, but he's okay. Everything's good. He's totally fine. Mm-hmm. No need to worry. Can
0: confirm. Glenn is great. That was
2: Glenn is great. But that was my life. Yes, that happened yes and then it affected potting
0: this is true but all all we care about is that glenn is good and if you feel like you something is weird in your body go to the hospital
2: yes do not make your co slash friend force you to go to the hospital you should probably go yourself <laughs> Yeah, yes. But thank you exactly. to Christine, my dad's coworker slash friend, that forced him to go to the hospital, and they were immediately were like, "Oh yeah, you're having a stroke." So cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: no dads. Thanks Love that for
2: him. Yeah, I think it's men in
0: general. Too. I think it's a guy thing.
2: Um, speaking of men, though, I wanted to mention we have a new male babe who is very excited to be a part of our community. His name is Jules. He sent us the most adorable message. He said, can a proud queer man join your group? That's me. Is it open to not just women too? I want to make sure I'm being respectful. So that was very sweet. Like the sweetest message.
0: And I was obviously like, OMG, please join. Like, Please join. Tell ev- so we- tell all your friends. Everybody's welcome. Yes. Thanks, Jules. And babe is just like a suggestion. Everybody's a babe. Everybody's, Everybody's a babe. A babe. I'm people, a babe. Call,
2: people call boys babe all the time like oh hey babe god. what do you want to have for dinner hey
0: babe you're looking speaking cute today. of fucking babes tell me, i've tell been me. watching the bear oh and he's a babe oh my god Carmi. i'm just like at work i literally was just like okay this is how i feel about Carmi. just do me already because like He's oh my god just... And you're
2: not spicy you're not even a spicy yeah mm-hmm. is... but you love us
0: yeah. yeah he's a babe.
2: um somebody after we went to chicago somebody that i have on facebook messaged me and was like how was it i've wanted to go since i watched the bear the because bear it's like mm-hmm. sh- the city is like its own character yes. in the show mm-hmm. is that true
0: yeah uh i'm only halfway through season one but i can s- it's starting to like branch out of just out side the restaurant like they're going Mm. to people's houses and Mm. yes it's anyways i think you would really like the show you and marty would probably like watching it together are
2: you and justin watching it together
0: no because i want to watch it on my own and you don't want to have to like wait for
2: him no yeah so um what streaming service are you watching that on
0: oh on the dp because you got me um you got me set up on the age uh right age
2: So I've got Sam on our DP2 and <laughs> I went into her settings because I'm like, has she been watching 14 and under this entire time and like not knowing because Sam does love like yeah, those kinds of okay. shows. So I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if like, she's been like, I'm happy
0: with this. This is what this is great. Yeah,
2: <laughs> We wouldn't be surprised. But she wasn't. So I don't know how that even that's like, weird.
0: Mm-hmm. It was weird. I was just like, oh, I thought all these shows that I wanted to watch are on here. And then I was like, maybe not, maybe not in Canada. Oh, well, and then I just kept doing that. And I was like, oh, wait, what about this show? Google or search in fucking Disney Plus. And and it
2: takes like 17 years because the keyboard's like on the screen. You're like, Mm
0: -hmm. and then and then I actually read what it said underneath when it said that there was no it said that you're only on 14 plus and that (laughs) these shows are available if you change your I'm like, oh, okay. I was like for a week looking at for shows. I'm like, there's nothing on here. What's everybody going on about?
2: sorry about just sorry about that i just no. wanted to tease you i just wanted you to think that you had access to the shows but that you didn't no
0: no no no
2: i did not even know there was good shit on there i honestly like yeah. marty, marty watches like the, i think the marvel stuff is on there he watches uh, that, so, but i never sense. go on disney plus because i'm mm-hmm. always like wah, wah. but now that i know
0: also i've been watching reservation dogs on there oh
2: yeah mm, Oh, so pick good that one up again so good i've been watching my work show has been Shits creek it's just so good. It's just so like them. You can I can't. Simply the best. <laughs> that episode was on today, and I oh. I had to stop working and watch that whole scene. Mm-hmm.
0: Of course, scene. because it's simply the best.
2: And I want Ted and Alexis to get back together so I bad. Know. Even though I know, I know. like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. But I find also when I watch Shits Creek, I start acting and talking like Alexis without even like just aware like... of it. Because I like start doing this and then like I'll like start playing with my hair or like my favorite that will just gradually slip slip back into my vocabulary is like I love that for you. Like I'm a i am I love that for you. <laughs> so weird. It's so weird. It's so, weird. Uh, so
0: did good. you know
2: she's married to um the singer from Colorado?
0: No. Yes, I did not yeah. know any I don't know anything about her
2: I I just kind of other than her that mind. her house
0: burnt down before she like landed Shit's Creek and was like well guess I'm giving up acting
2: yeah her and her husband were living together and their house burnt down and she was like I guess I'm done and then she got shit's like you said i just told mm-hmm. the story that you told with one added yep. detail so yeah cool.
0: exactly thanks i really appreciate <laughs> you flushing that out the scene thank you
2: you're welcome you're very welcome um what I else because i have yes. stuff i've got okay stuff. okay okay okay, okay so
0: jibber jabber it's a jibber jabber this time okay sorry because we haven't, we haven't t- in i know forever. sorry oh sorry sorry
2: sorry oh. okay watching I watched yesterday Casey Anthony Where the Truth Lies. It's like a three-episode
0: docu-series. Have you watched it? No, but I just know her story. It's fucked.
2: It's fucked, but it gives you, like, a little bit of perspective that maybe mm. it wasn't her.
0: Mm. Hmm. Okay.
2: Okay. Like, I kind of had a little bit of sympathy for her and was like, oh, there is more to this story because like why would the jury find her not guilty like why would Uh, that happen
0: uh, i don't know it's weird and like her dad
2: is problematic but he is a retired or like ex police officer so obviously that makes things super convoluted because Mm -hmm. like his own aren't going to accuse him of anything Hmm. Hmm. must watch must watch. okay I'll right watch
0: then. it maybe it'll sway my opinion
2: because I, I went into it knowing the basics like just the yeah basics.
0: Uh, that's what I know too I'm like uh yeah. you're not this is no that this is not <laughs>
2: on the surface you're like these these facts add up to you've done it like this is yeah. bad but then when you start listening and like seeing how she reacts to stuff because it's she's like she's like 40 something now, like it's been Mm -hmm. 20 odd years or something. And so this is the first time she's like talking publicly about everything, and like she seems like she's actually gone to therapy and she's like got her shit together, and it's just like really sad. So anyway, okay, recommend. And I'm listening to After I Do by Taylor Jenkins Reid which is so far pretty fucking sad, which I anticipated that it would be. Um and I just finished reading last night, Woman on the Edge.
0: Shoot, that story was like a, a whoop, dipsy doodle.
2: Yeah, I remember you not loving it, but I can't remember why.
0: Did I hate the ending? I can't remember now. I think you didn't now. like
2: the ending, but I can't. I remember, I do remember briefly discussing like how there was like a little bit of a romantic plot line. And we were both kind of like, oh, that's lame. But like, I didn't mm. mind it when I read the book.
0: Right. Hmm. I can't remember the whole I maybe have to go and read the synopsis again and be like, oh yes, right.
2: Or or this weekend I can just tell you the and then you can forget about it. Yes,
0: exactly. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I I am reading all of again. Like Olive, the name is Olive, which okay. is really confusing with this book because there's Olivia in this book, which is oh. confusing me. And I have no idea what the story is about. I have just keep reading. I don't I know what's see, going on.
2: I can see the cover in my brain.
0: Yeah. And I'm listening to Love, Hate, and Other Filters, which is Ooh. interesting about like um, Indian culture and how. Um, like arranged marriages like they are i think they're hindi um oh, and it's just like how the girl is expected she's only 17 and she's expected to be finding her husband and she's trying to figure out life and she's trying to go to film school and yada yada yeah, coming of age story but a different mm-hmm. cultural perspective which is amazing
2: interesting okay okay well, tell me if I should read that one yeah that one, yeah I forget.
0: Oh, it's cool. mm-hmm. but um, other than that that's all I've got
2: that's all you got no pods. Oh, I've got
0: babes I've got babes and I've mm. catched up on all my pods but you've catched I've, up I've catched up I've catch up in mustard
2: up and mustard them <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I catch up and mustard them put them on a hot dog and caught up
2: mm. I had two mm. hot dogs for lunch mm. <laughs>
0: Lucky. I hope it's not and those spicy ones. Spicy.
2: No, I Thank went and goodness. got regular fucking hot dogs. Fuck you, Yay. Marty.
0: <laughs> yeah, Marty. Fuck you. Um, other than that, all I have is new babes. Tell me. Um, we have Sean, Christina, and Jennifer.
2: Ah, welcome everybody. Oh yes, hello. Thank you. Welcome man and welcome man. Are you reading Just Another Missing Person with us? I hope so.
0: Uh, yeah, I hope so. Okay, so? should we talk about it then? Love okay,
1: let's talk about it. Okay. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. shopify.com slash realm
2: I do have to say that I have no idea like where this book is gonna go like I because mm-hmm. we've gotten so much information already that mm-hmm. I was like thought she was gonna hold back further That oh, I'm like yes.
0: wow yes.
2: where is this going to go like how are you mm-hmm. writing a whole book about this
0: yes ooh wrong place wrong time was so good i just can't i just can't imagine there's going to be so many places
2: true, true like i wonder if there is going to be like that weird element where you're like almost on the book and then you find out that the storyline's like in fucking reverse and you're like what the hell what but... the fuck yeah yes well i don't know true, oh, true. true i forgot she was the queen of twists so true true you're right yes. there might be a big old twist i hope it i hope there is and it's not just what it is yeah that makes sense anyway let's do this
0: Okay. Oh, I think we go first. Yo, Beach, I start this week, Beach. Okay. Prologue. <laughs> this week, we're reading, obviously, the first um, prologue through to chapter eight of Just Another Missing Person by Jillian McAllister. And like I said, I start. Okay. Let me set this little scene up. They're in a car park. Julia can tell that something was wrong as soon as genevieve ran to her in a panic she's like freaking out gesturing you need to come with me blah 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 and she notices that her hand is bloody she all she says is that she needs to come with her and that's kind of how we're left off at the prologue so something's happened and there's blood
2: but we find out what happened within the first eight chapters, yes, which is exactly. like said, the first quarter of the book. But I was definitely like, that's not usually how that goes. No, like, usually definitely you're not. for fucking ever. Being like, mm-hmm. what happened?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. So, chapter one, first day missing, and we're hearing from Julia. So we find out that Julia is a detective, and she is currently sitting at dinner with her daughter Genevieve from the prologue, and her sort of husband Art, where she thinks that the man sitting down a few tables from them is someone she arrested who should probably still be in jail question mark like okay interesting Mm. um she can't not think of work even when she's not at work she kind of seems like the like you can take the girl out of the job but you can't take the job out of the girl you know she gets a phone call the person on the other end says high risk missing person just in so she has to leave the family dinner and this kind of seems like a usual occurrence I feel like that happens and but like yeah. her job is like she literally is saving lives so it's kind of important
0: yeah I don't know being a parent of some or being a child of and I'm sure being a parent of mm-hmm. um, when you have a job that's kind of just like you have to drop everything and go would be so difficult yeah and bring I... its own like trauma and issues
2: totally I 100% agree but like she's literally saving lives and I think that's yes. what makes it important like yeah. I feel like if, if like I had a kid and I was like, there's a social media emergency. It would be like, whenever something happens, oh, I'm yes. like no one's gonna die. Like it's
0: not. I'm not performing brain yeah. surgery, and I poked <laughs> yeah. the wrong part of the brain.
2: <laughs> All good, yeah. But she like literally, someone could die if she doesn't go to work. So true. A little, a little interesting. Okay, but when Julia gets to the station, an old informant of hers, whose name last name I guess is Price, is with another officer. She ends up feeling bad for him and she gets him a cup of tea exactly to his liking. And I think that that was kind of in there to show that they've got like a really good relationship, but also just that she's a good human. Like
0: Mm -hmm.
2: she's not like an asshole cop. She's got like, she's got good intentions. Mm -hmm. So she ends up remembering the guy's name from the dinner and she looks it up. His name is John Gibbons and she has someone make sure that he's still in prison. Now Julia is briefing everyone about Olivia who is the high risk missing person, the missing woman. Um I wrote down this quote because it kind of shows I'm like curious about if Genevieve thinks of potentially going into like a law enforcement career because quote discussing the confidential details too much at home. Um Genevieve already too much like julia will start to fixate art will feel pushed out though he will never say so and i think that also kind of illustrated their like family dynamic we then meet jonathan who is julia's favorite detective we find out that he started as an analyst and worked his way up to detective and that they seem to work in similar ways so that's why they get along together um, then we meet Nathan Best, who is Julia's second favorite detective, which is hilarious. I always find it funny when someone has a second favorite something because you're like, oh, how you've really prioritized this.
0: Like, mm-hmm. You're my second favorite. <laughs> it's like almost how do an I get... insult, right? But how do I get number one? But also, like, if you told me
2: that I was your number one and then you told somebody else that they were your number one, chances are we're never going to talk about who's number one. So that you can just tell everyone they're your number one i guess yeah so jonathan ends up making a comment about the case last year that also involved CCTV footage which we find out julia or olivia's does um and that was sadie's case and we find out that sadie was never found and they like just pushed it so hard but they could never find her then we are finding out more about olivia she's 22 her nickname is little o Weird. Uh, I don't like that. Dad gave that to her, but that's like an Uh, I don't yeah. (laughs) Yes. Um, she works in marketing. She just signed a lease for a new house and she moved into said house in Portishead. I think I hope I'm saying that right. She leaves the next morning for a job interview. She texts her roommates, her new roommates, late at night saying, Please come, X, like kiss. The roommates reported her missing the next morning, along with her father, who has apparently been very helpful. So this is what they know. Julia likes to see all of the people on her team one-on-one so that she can like really get that intel. And Jonathan pays her a visit to show Julia Olivia's Instagram and the findings from that. We find out that she's Gen Z, she's opinionated, and she's got like that typical aesthetic grid on Instagram. The last photo on her Instagram is of a Starbucks in Portishead from yesterday. Uh, There's a coat in that photo that is clearly seen on the girl in the CCTV footage, so they are certain that it is Olivia. At 8.30 last night, Olivia walks into an alleyway that has no exit. It's literally a dead end. Julia decides that she needs to go and see it for herself, and even though Jonathan's like, I went, like... She's mm-hmm. like, Well, I need to go and see it. Um, they've sealed the area off. There was police tape and two officers present. It's being guarded. And once Julia gets in there, she realizes that there really is no way out. Like there's a wall, there's no windows, there's nothing. Like it's just a dead end. Um and there are also two new blue bins and one has a single beer can inside so it's like confusing because they're like where Mm -hmm. where did she go where did the girl go
0: banished right into thin air
2: right into thin air um, Julia has reviewed the CCTV footage of the alleyway herself and she decides it's time for her to go home. She parks her car far away from the station because apparently criminals had been friggin' recording police officers walking to their cars and uploading that to YouTube. So that's a new Ew. fear unlocked for me, even though I'm yeah. not a police officer, but True. like Jesus. <laughs> out- right. That's gross. I know. We find out that Julia has done something for Genevieve, but we don't know what, but we it's implied that it's something big. Um, she's remembering how Art told her, her kind of husband, on Christmas Day, how he slept with someone else, a co-worker. Um, and that is when their relationship fell apart and they started living more as roommates than like husband and wife. Uh, And Julia rarely talks to him. I'm curious as to why he's staying. Like, you think he'd be like, "Well, I'm just gonna take this as my opportunity to step out. Bye, like,
0: see you later." Especially when they move house too. Yes, yeah.
2: What the hell? Like, that's just the weirdest dynamic I've ever Mm. heard of. Because the daughter is. She's like 16 or 17, right? So she's mm-hmm. old enough to see this happening as
0: yeah. well. So when And they, know like, what's they're... going on. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's not like mm-hmm. they're staying together for the kid because it would just yeah. be awkward, really. Awkward,
0: yes. Whatever. Weird.
2: Um, Julia gets into her car. Immediately things start to feel a little bit off. Turns out there's someone in her back seat wearing a balaclava, um, who simply tells her drive.
0: <laughs> right off the bat right off
2: the bat yes and i mean if someone is wearing a balaclava it's never
0: oh, no it's not a good, good. It's, it's never good
2: fun. unless no. you're listening to vampire weekend and drinking horchetta i look psychotic in a balaclava you don't know this one I
0: never <laughs> listen to them i never listen to them
2: never ever Mm-mm. oh all right
0: <laughs> okay we have a chapter from Lewis, which we find out is her dad. And the writing is from like a different perspective. I notice. It's like a letter or he's talking directly to his daughter instead oh, of okay, yes, that's what I kind of picked up. So Olivia's I'm...
2: dad, yeah, yes,
0: Olivia's dad, sorry. um, okay. He is saying that he is about to get the call that Olivia, but he says you are missing mm-hmm. um. He is bored and daydreaming at work, which seems like he works at a passport office, which I was like, made a little note, like they can, he can get passports,
2: question mark, maybe? Oh, look at you, Detective Chantal maybe. in the
0: house. <laughs> so he is explaining that, like you had said, Julia is a Gen Z, she's only 21. Um, She's just finished school and she's working with him maybe a little bit. Olivia, Olivia, was sorry. Olivia, sorry. Did yeah. I say somebody else? Julia? You said Julia, dropped. but sorry. it's all good. I did. We know. Um, Olivia, uh, you know me, guys. I'm not one for the details. <laughs> <laughs> but you um, are. You
2: just noticed something.
0: Oh, okay. this when um, it comes to names. I guess, yes. I'm not a names person.
2: What's your name again?
0: <laughs> sorry. Oh, okay, a... and... I'm Chantal. Oh, who are you? I'm, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um he's remarking that from his perspective she seems like a little stuck in this moment because she's like trying to transition from out of working at the passport office maybe is i don't think that's what i got from what he was trying to say anyways um the housemate molly calls him and explains that Olivia is missing and didn't come home last night, Um, and she has no idea where she has gone, and that she's been trying to call her, but the phone is clearly off and her texts that she's trying to send her aren't going through. Yikes. Lewis seems to have a bit of a habit of blowing things up and out of proportion. Um, we find out that Olivia's mother is Yolanda, who seems to be, he calls her the smarter, smart, smarter half. And he is just kind of thinking of what she would say in his head to calm him down in this moment. Um, they decide that they're going to call the police and that we should also call her boyfriend Andrew um she's thinking sorry um lewis is starting to think that this is still not right that she's been missing for so long and all the scenarios that he's thinking of involve some sort of phone call in the end um because olivia is a great communicator um and she's always in touch with them he then calls 999 because we're in the uk and reports Olivia, missing.
2: I was wondering. Like, that made me think. Because I had a fever and I was reading this, like, late at night. And I was like, 999. Like, why Why is ours 911? Like, they're opposite. I guess, though, you couldn't accidentally dial it. But it's certainly maybe. not easy. Like No, it's... I don't. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I feel like
2: at this point, it's too late to change it. Like, everyone True. knows 911. No, everybody <laughs>
0: knows 911. Well, here, at least.
2: <laughs> but if I could change it to anything, I think I would go for six six six, six. six.
0: <laughs> just so you could you could just start singing um number of the beast by iron maiden mm, when you pick yes. up the phone number of the beast yes, What service do you need <laughs> the <Sorry>. beast
2: <laughs> or just feel like you're being helped by satan yeah, yeah. Satan. <laughs> in your darkest hour <laughs> yeah, wah. oh wow Oh wah. okay so we're back to julia Ooh, this line hit me like a ton of bricks. Quote: Remember, Julia's in the car with this creepy balaclava dude in the back. Julia knows from victims that the following is true. In real crises, a chamber opens somewhere deep in the brain and you cope. You cope with things you never thought you could. And I just, I love that, like, chamber in the brain Mm -hmm. kind of, like, illustration Mm -hmm. as to what's happening because it's so true, like, you think of all these scenarios where you're like, oh, I can oh, hear something, and you're like, oh my god, I could never, like, I can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. But it's true. Like, you just cope. You what else yes. can you do?
0: Right? You've got to move forward, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah.
2: So what does she do? She stops to drive and she's trying to take in as much info about this mystery man in her back seat as she can. She realizes that he is tall. She's guessing that he's about her age. He's also deliberately trying to disguise his voice so she knows that. So she thinks that she either knows him or he's a smart criminal who's trying not mm. to get caught. Um, he gives her an address to drive to, and it is Olivia's address. This kind of freaks her out because she's like, he's got to know there's going to be cops there right now. Like, is he fucking with me? Or like, what? Like, what is even going on right now?
0: And like, and how would she... he even know yet? True, as well. And yeah. like, who are you?
2: Like, what is even yeah. happening? exactly oh lord because i i mean i read a thing that said it like well i didn't read this it is common rule that you should never go anywhere with someone in a car Mm -hmm. because that's when you're gonna die Mm -hmm. right like that's Mm -hmm. don't go to the next location but then i also read that like if someone is in your back seat you should try to like crash your car or like Uh, make a scene mm -hmm. or something so that you know you don't get hurt cause attention
0: and go to
2: the next location she's a police officer so it's weird, like, her reaction is just, like, comply and try to get as much information as I can without him knowing. Yeah. It's interesting. It's really interesting. So she hears him in the backseat moving something metal, and she thinks that this must be it for her. She's kind of thinking, like, oh, shit, it kind of sucks that, you know, stuff is the way it is with art and, like, my, do- my- I'm going to miss my daughter whatever. So he tells her to park away from everyone at the crime scene up the street. She's worried. That if something happens, they won't have anything from this guy. Like, they won't be able to catch him if something happens to her. So what she does is she does, like, a trick move to make it seem like she's taking off her seatbelt in the hopes of what he actually did was he grabbed her so that she would stop. And she scratches his hand or arm or something so that she's got his little DNA follicles Mm. underneath her Mm. fingernails. Smarty pants. The smarty pants um And he's like, cool. <laughs> like, thanks. What was that about? Yeah. <laughs> so he ends up giving her a small metal box, telling her
0: <laughs> it's a gift. It's a little yeah. for you. <laughs> I just wanted to take you here and give you this. Okay, bye. <laughs> I just wanted to take
2: you out on a quick date and give you the cute <laughs> little gift. <laughs> it was so really nice to meet you. I hope you have a great day. <laughs> um, she recognizes she recognizes his accent, and she's thinking that he must be a local interesting um Ashley actually texted me a cute little like insight was could the diner man and this man be or like the restaurant man and this man be connected because she did recognize the restaurant man and she's like faintly recognizing this man too Mm -hmm. don't know just throwing it out there
0: that's a good one told me
2: that I was like oh Mm, she's a thinker she's a thinker not just a looker you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay so inside this box there are instructions and the instructions are telling her it is now your job to convict matthew james for the murder of olivia johnson there is evidence in the metal box for her to plant for forensics at the crime scene and it also hit, uh, matthew james's address is provided which turns out to be just down the street from the alley so it's like oh
0: mm, hmm
2: she tells him she won't do it. She's not a corrupt cop. Like, she's going to find out what happened to Olivia. Pretty much like, you're barking up the wrong tree here. Like, get the fuck out of my car. I'm better than you. And that's when he says, I know what Genevieve did and you.
1: Eep! <laughs> Eep. Eek,
0: eek, eek, eek. Okay. So, her first, Julia's first thought is, There's no way that anybody knows. He then responds with, um, I know that you've covered, I know you covered up what Genevieve did, the CCTV and Zach. Yikes. She's telling herself to stay calm, but she's feeling like the shock of it, but she's trying to keep it cool. Um, She asks him how he would know this and he replies with he saw her daughter on the cctv she ends up trying to like memorize his movements even to like try and get like a handle on how this guy moves maybe she's seen him before um he she asks if he has olivia um and he doesn't answer but instead opens her door and says good luck like get going now (laughs)
1: How
2: did he open her door?
0: I think he like reached across her, which he she was also like. That's like he's weird. In the back, like behind. Yeah, her, and like and he, reached like, across reached up
2: the side. Oh, okay, okay, okay.
0: Yeah. For some yeah. reason,
2: I was picturing him on like the other side, like kitty right. corner behind her, and I was like, right. that would be a lot, and like I think she could get you.
0: Yeah, yeah. He'll yeah. I'll get you. I'll <laughs> you under there.
2: Are you tickling? <laughs> and then you go, and then. She'd oh, yeah. be like, ah, gotcha. Got his balaclava.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh no, I'm so ticklish. Ah. Sorry. Okay.
0: (laughs) Even though she's outside of the car now, she's not feeling any relief. Um, Then we find out that Genevieve was mugged almost a year ago when she was paying for parking and calling Julia at the same time, but Julia was not answering because she was busy with work. A guy approaches her. and she's also regretting that if she was on the phone at this point, she would have told her to just drop her shit and run. The guy goes for her phone, and Genevieve being Genevieve, she resists and um, swipes at Zach's neck with her car keys, as she, Julia, has told her to do, and hits his jugular and then flee flees the scene like leaves the scene and um julia kind of says like bad luck bad judgment so it's like she's not really placing blame on anybody it's just like a bad scenario like all around
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. once she finds once genevieve finds julia um julia calls an ambulance and then she does three things that she felt per- protective at the time but looking back she's being selfish um she told dying zach that if he he she said a weird word in the book but i think she means like if he survives she'll send him to jail for life for drug charges um then she broke into the cctv room and corrupted the footage and then her and Genevieve left assuming that he was going to bleed out and die anyways except he didn't die oh <laughs> nope, nope. huge nope. huge nope. oversight huge yep. oversight. Whoops. <laughs> whoopsie um though he does eventually end up dying but from sepsis of his wound um this is the moment that Genevieve became a murderer but is she though
2: Mm -hmm. it's hard it's hard Mm -hmm. it's not moral one yes it is hard this before yeah
0: yes julia does say though that murder is much easier to get away with than assault which would be true but now she's dealing with this guy in the balaclava
2: um so we find out the huge incident yes the huge incident
0: exactly yeah Yeah, exactly So yes, that's, that's why I'm like, what what else is there going to be to reveal?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, uh, exactly. I have no idea. Um She's just thinking how, like, anyone could see how uh, Genevieve would be convicted. Um, so when she was assigned the case as well, um she closed it right away and just chalked it to misadventure, like he's a common criminal. And that was some good she's... luck
2: that she was assigned the case. Mm-hmm,
0: exactly. I think this chapter is a bit long, so I'm trying my best to summarize. Um She's wondering why this is coming up now. And obviously wondering what to do. Should she protect Genevieve? But she has a very strong moral fiber. She doesn't want to be a corrupt cop. But um, she thinks that maybe if she finds olivia she can find out the real issue and what is going on and that would prevent her from being corrupt and having to
2: frame somebody mm in the murder
0: exactly exactly um but she knows that in this moment she kind of has to just go with the corruptness um, and then she's wondering if this is how corrupt criminals start as well and she's wondering if she's going to fall down the same slippery slope
2: right because once they have one thing to hold over your head like that's forever that doesn't just mm-hmm. go away like they're not going to be like Ooh, one little tidbit for one little task like they're just gonna yep. hold that over
0: you for the rest of your life exactly she then gets a call from jonathan that they've gotten the phone records and he's confirmed that her phone was turned off or battery died at 1.30am and the last pings were from Glasgow Place, Patter Dave Avenue and Shelby Close, which are all by this mystery alley. Um, And also, Glasgow Place is where Matthew James' address is from and she's just wondering if these all connect and meet somewhere. Um, he also tells her that she's just gotten a new phone on a whole new network, and Julius thinks him like a bit strange in it. Like, it is very strange. All these new things going on,
2: strange. Yes, yeah. Why would you move and get a
0: new Mm -hmm.
2: home and get a new Uh, job and uh, get a new um, mm -hmm. phone?
0: And then just all of a sudden missing
2: and then Very walk strange. into an alley that doesn't have
0: an <laughs> exit exactly maybe exactly
2: um, maybe she um she's like time warping
0: mm, maybe she did play with time in her last book so maybe oh shit true there's no way <laughs> no I don't do think so nice. I don't think so I think that's pretty niche yeah I think she yeah, can't do that too nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. um okay so later she's in the house and one of her oldest friends is there Aaron but she lets her know that they haven't started yet so she's like phew, but can she tell like I am sketching out right now um she Aaron tells her that not there's not much in her room. she's half packed half unpacked um and it seems like she was someone who left willingly because of what's there and what's not um and she also remarked that it was strange that she doesn't know her roommates, but the uh only people she texted were her roommates that night, mm-hmm. which is strange. Mm-hmm. And also that she didn't lock her door in a new place. Mm -hmm. Um, Eventually, Aaron says and asks if she's okay because she seems tense, which, yikes, that's that's Here's the like, thing,
2: if it was you, like you and me, I feel like immediately you'd be like what's going on and I would have to be like I've got to tell you everything. I have no yes, choice. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. Tell you.
0: <laughs> I know, I'd be like so what are we going to do and you'd yes. be like oh fuck. Uh,
2: yeah. I mean I I that would be a whole other story, but if Aaron was like, I guess we're planting the evidence and seeing what happens. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you'd find would... out real quick whose side she's mm-hmm. are on.
0: Mhm. She's finally alone in Olivia's room, and we are just faced with her moral dilemma. Um, She ends up hiding the cigarette like the end of the, the cigarette butt on the windowsill and then rolls the glass under the bed in kind of in spots that you wouldn't have just seen by glancing around right
2: because they already photographed
0: mm-hmm, exactly so you so can just she... like add
2: it beside the bed and then be like what the fuck in the
0: picture <laughs> yeah. putting it there hey. Thumbs up, hey. 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 hey hey look what i what?
1: found some guy in my car me in a metal box crazy <laughs> <laughs> surprise okay <laughs>
0: She's just thinking, um, poor Matthew, because this is actually just so easy to do. Mm-hmm. And when it's done, she knows that nobody will notice. And she feels like, oh, I could tell Aaron now, but nah, I'm not. Mm. Hmm.
2: Yikes. Interesting. Uh, so we've got another Julia chapter. She she gets back to her car now, and the man is gone, but he is very polite because he's left a little note in her car for her that says, thank you for your cooperation. <laughs> at least she's he's kind. Like, yeah, at least he's nice. She's like, fuck you, and she immediately starts thinking about getting the letter dusted for Prince and what her next step should be because your girl just fucking fucked with a crime scene, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So she gets home, she goes home, and because that's where she was going from the car. Like, that was what yes. the whole thing was. And Genevieve is still awake. She ends up making them hot chocolate. Um, she knows... Julia knows that they will find the evidence and the male DNA, but she's not entirely sure how she's going to connect the dots for everyone because she can't just automatically be like, oh, it's this guy. Like she needs, because if he hasn't committed a crime, he won't be in the system. So she can't just be like, let's take this random man's DNA and see if it matches because they'll be Mm -hmm. like, wait where'd you get this that's wrong yeah it's like it's what? like in math class when you were young and doing long division and having to like show your fucking work and like you're Fuck like i shit. literally just copied this off of the person sitting beside me like anyway but i guess it makes sense especially when you're a police officer show your work so julia asks genevieve if anyone knows about the incident as they refer to it and julia is like hell to the no um, Julia feels like Genevieve has been way more interested in her line of work and her cases since the incident, but she doesn't know why, which is kind of interesting. Julia ends up heading to bed, but first she takes the nail clippers and gets that sweet, sweet DNA into a little tiny Tupperware, and she puts that in the fridge because she's like, well, I'll be getting that tested, motherfucker. Um she thinks that finding olivia is really the only thing that will make this whole problem go away like you were saying earlier so she starts flipping through the documents that she brought home to study to look for julia uh nope olivia
0: we're looking at olivia's this i'll just summarize this is very short um we're just like looking at her photos tweets and posts she sounds like a typical like gen z type of person like basic slash annoying type, no offense. Sorry, <laughs> Olivia. Um we get some emails from her to a friend named Amy and talking about her boyfriend. And she says, quote, he's nice but weird sometimes. I don't know. I feel um, like people would
2: probably describe me like that. So
0: <laughs> he's nice, but she's nice but weird. No,
2: you know that like cute but psychotic. That's me.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, there we go. That's us. That's us. Yes, that's us. <laughs> um, there's emails to the marketing firm where she was to be having a interview, and then there are texts. Um, there's texts about her making plans with her dad and texts to one of her new roommates that she was excited to be moving into the house and especially for the house cat as well so it sounds like she had plans and was enjoying things
2: right like she wasn't just gonna disappear she was like mm-hmm. making plans for the future yes thing. yes Interesting. yes okay so now we're on to actually i think your chapter was the second thing missing but we're on to the second oh thing sorry
0: missing. It's
2: all good. I just wrote it down because I was like, "That seems important." Mm." Does time is passing, um, and we meet someone new. We're meeting Emma. Who is? Who is this? So it's Matthew's second therapy appointment today, and it's sounding like Emma is Matthew's mom, aka guy that Julia is supposed to frame for Olivia's murder, um. We find out that she has, or rather had, a business named Cooper's until she sold it last year. Um, It seemed like she made a lot of money, and I don't know, something's going on there. Um, She's, like, kind of asking Matthew about therapy and trying not to, but totally doing it anyway, and she's hoping that he doesn't spill too many secrets to the therapist, which is, like,
0: what is going on over there right isn't that the whole point of therapy
2: yeah to like pay somebody to keep your secrets pretty fucking much yeah um so she's thinking about how she used to be a poor single mom and then she was a rich single mom but now she's kind of back to a poor single mom after quote everything that happened last year and me leaving the business end quote he makes mention that Matthew makes mention that he's finally starting to feel good again after everything that happened. So there we are again. Um and Emma wonders again if he's told his therapist about everything that did happen last year. And I'm like, "What happened, happened Emma?" <laughs> Literally what? Like everything that happened last year has was probably written in that fucking chapter like five times. So what happened? <laughs> Tell us
0: we're with julia she's doing all types of police work including considering the boyfriend for um a suspect because of the email of it's weird how he is sometimes um olivia is now an is now national news and now tiktok theorists are like jumping on the bandwagon like alien abduction fucking portal to the afterworld whatever um oh you do a good
2: influencer voice
0: oh you're okay you're welcome
2: you're welcome welcome. i love that for
0: you yeah me too um (laughs) (laughs) sorry she figures that she can only really look up Matthew James on Facebook cuz everything else in the police would be tracked yeah, um she finds sus. yeah she finds three in Portishead i don't know if that's how he like i said i don't know um and there's like two older guys and a young kid and she's just hoping that it's not the kid because she's like he has his whole life ahead of him ah yeah um enter john john aka jonathan john john, john. is that his name uh, john john? no his name's jonathan it's jonathan the detective
2: oh John. john. <laughs> sorry i like john john though Let's enter
0: detective john john <laughs> um she's wondering if she can maybe use him um to help find olivia but i'm like isn't that what they're already trying to do mm-hmm. which i'm like mm-hmm weird but I guess maybe he's on another thing he's been reaching out to all of her contacts and notices that there isn't a lot of overlap between like emails and Facebook and text and vice versa um, she was like he's like so the boyfriend right and because the trope through the whole first bit of the book has been like it's always the boyfriend mm-hmm. blah 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 mm-hmm. um, and she's like how can I say that I'm hoping that it's somebody else named Matthew James without saying that?
2: Yeah, just throw that out there. Just <laughs> out there. Yes. You know, I got a real uh, hunch. I got a real uh, hunch. Have
0: <laughs> we looked into somebody named? Let me just try and get that name again from my head. Um, Matthew Ooh, James. Tea-
2: oh, actually, it was the tea leaves. It the, was, the tea it leaves. The out. universe.
0: <laughs> the <laughs> universe came
2: um, through that. my
0: third eye. My third was eye so was fully weird. opened. I was and meditating. It, yes. <laughs> and then it just said, I just kept um, chanting Matthew James. Matthew James. Matthew James. Matthew James. And that Matthew, Matthew James. James. <laughs> uh, Matthew James, <laughs> James. James. James <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Casual. Uh, ca- just casually. <laughs> um, but so when detective john john um suggests the boyfriend she's like well fuck what if it's the boyfriend and fuck it's not actually matthew james and i need to try and actually detective this case
2: she's (laughs) like yeah my job
0: (laughs) yes yes um she's like yeah get him here um he's like okay i'll do that but also sus her first her facebook page is new question mark and that's not really like gen z's style like facebook isn't really their thing mm-hmm. um and her page is very sparse though she touts herself as a neo ludite, which i'm like but you're in marketing how what, is, what does that mean i don't know what that like means. a, a ludite is like somebody who doesn't know anything about technology and like does it mm. on purpose
2: interesting so she's i'm
0: i know and i'm like but like you're also in marketing you kind of need to know what's going on
1: yeah
0: anyways um later julie is alone and she decides that she needs to send the dna to a private lab because she can't just go and be like hey erin can you run this for me okay bye
2: thank you Um, oh don't worry about it no those aren't my fingernails it's all good just run it no
0: just run it don't worry about it
2: put it under a secret little case number Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) she ends up calling her informant price who is a seems obsessed with being a snitch and also maybe julia a bit i think Um, they just got
2: a good little relationship i I don't get creepy vibes
0: Mm. Art is sus on him. He's Art like, is sus- I think. Well, he was like, she. He left her flowers, Oh, uh, I know
2: that's kind of cute though, because he thought she was having a bad day. Having a bad day,
0: yeah. I guess. I don't know. But also, I feel like, like
2: he's like probably like an old, thoughtful guy. Like that's like something my dad would do. For
0: some, I guess. True, true, true. But I don't but know if maybe- he is... I don't know if Price is, like, your dad at all. Who knows? True.
2: He is a criminal. He is yes. a criminal who's, and like, he flipping is a criminal? On
0: criminals. So that's, like, the exactly. worst kind of criminal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can't even stick to his side. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, She just is like, so, Zach Harper, tell me about him. Which I'm, like, not obvious at all, but okay. Um, He's, like, petty theft at best my dude and she's like almost remarking like it would be better if he was a serial serial killer or something like he's like got no time price has got no time for a petty criminal Yeah. Yeah. yeah um he says that he has a brother though he's elusive i don't know his name i don't know any of his friend's name pretty much like dead end um then she meets up with her brother Okay, sorry. This is like, rewind, rewind. She's meeting up with her brother, Bill, two days after Zach died. Um, And is asking for off-the-record advice. He's obviously a lawyer. Um, She's like, so, hypothetically, asking for a friend. Cough, cough, Genevieve. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, She catches him up on this hypothetical person. Mm -hmm. And He's just like, yeah, you can't kill somebody who tries to take your phone. Sorry. (laughs) And this person, this hypothetical person would probably get life maybe commuted to like 10 years or something like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So at this is the point where Julia, I guess, decides that she is vehemently like, I am protecting Genevieve at all costs. And also, Mm -hmm. I don't want to go to jail.
2: Yeah, well, she a um, her job. She'd go to jail. Yes, like, yes that's yeah, that's not good. You can't just mm-hmm, go delete mm-hmm. CCTV footage. Like, holy exactly, shit. The whole exactly. And mm-hmm. also, yeah, but I don't know. Like, I feel like, hmm, like if if she had a, if she had done what she did, but they called the cops and she stayed and everything ran its course and he still died, like I don't think she would have been held accountable for murder. Would she have?
0: No, because I. It was yeah.
2: self-defense. Like she was threatened.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, if the CCTV footage showed that, like him mm-hmm. grabbing mm-hmm. for something, mm-hmm. I think it would be warranted for a reaction. But right. I like, guess I know
2: you can't kill people when they try to take your phone. But she wasn't trying to kill him. She was kill him. She was just, to just trying herself. to like get yeah. away. Yeah. 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 I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. True. True. Okay. Later on, she's in the evidence room, which we find out is her fave place to be, um, because it, and she is looking at Olivia, not, yeah, Olivia's clothes, and there's not much there. And it's all different sizes, which she finds very strange, so she decides to call Genevieve to confirm this. Um, nothing else catches her eye in her belongings. And it doesn't sound like there's very much there, but I wrote down that there is a passport photo or something. The way that she worded it didn't make it sound like it was necessarily the passport. It was like oh. a passport clear photo or something like that, and I'm like, what oh. does that mean? But I don't oh, know if it's just the photo or the actual or it could passport. Be like,
2: yeah, it sounds yeah. like it's just the photo. Like maybe it's been signed or whatever. Like she was yeah to get a passport to get a or passport.
0: Something. Yeah, true, true. That's weird though. True. Yeah. Because
2: but that is weird because the photo that Olivia needed to use for the briefing was from her passport, so she must already have a passport. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah or else how would you
2: access them interesting
0: also i think in my lewis chapter or i'm not sure but there was a a comment about them messing up a bunch of passports and And how they had to hide hide them them. that was also in i think so maybe that's i don't know part Mm -hmm. of that i don't know. know um she is wondering like this is where she do be doing her thinking she's wondering why um matthew like why is it going to be him um like is this part of an elaborate scam did he actually kill her and somebody knows what have you um detective john john comes into the room again and is like so Talk to the boyfriend, and he has the best alibi I've ever seen in my detective career. He's been out of the country, and his passports confirm this 100%.
2: Yeah, he ain't here.
0: Yeah. So then at this point, Julia is just left like super sketching out and feeling like everybody knows what's going on, and she's just having a hard time kind of keeping it together
2: yeah no shit but she's being our own worst enemy at this point True. Like she needs to play True. it more cool like, mm-hmm. just, just chill just,
0: just chill out a bit just, ha- just dooby doobying
2: it's it's just felony like let's just relax here
0: <laughs> it's just felony murder who cares <laughs>
2: it's all it's all good oof um, petty yeah.
0: criminal at best my dude
2: yes my dude american Eagle got best okay but I am one of those people who have clothes in all kinds of different sizes. Is that weird? Because hmm. Genevieve said it was weird but like yeah. like I will shop like at Winners by <laughs> what I like not by the size.
0: Oh okay. Interesting. No I don't do shop like do that. that? Uh-uh. No. Because like of- you'd
2: never just like pick up an XL sweater and be like this is cute it'll be oversized and just like buy it? Mm.
0: Well maybe that way but not like if it was too small like we don't know what i guess mm, like, yeah because she had such a, a range small. that's
2: weird true true yes. i guess you can't like but i guess you would just assume that she was the smallest size yeah and then she just had like, yeah because i've got uh-huh. literally stuff in my cupboards that's from size small to XL. like i just buy it all whatever fits right right whatever
0: put but, it on your bod right put it on my bod. that's how i get a beach body yeah <laughs> I just put, put, put it on. on my body you put the beach on your body. You literally are in the sand. We just dig you into the sand and you're like, yeah. I'm a beach body.
2: Oh, I would hate that. I don't like that at all. Don't dig me in the sand. Ugh. Like buried, being buried alive.
0: <clears throat> all oh, right. Cover your head. Oh.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Theories. One. Um, No theories. Observations. rather.
0: Observations. Yes.
2: One passport does come up a mm-hmm. lot. And her dad works at the passport mm-hmm. office. You're right. Mm-hmm. That's a thing.
0: I do um, like I liked Ashley's suggestion as mm-hmm, well
2: that mm-hmm. the people seem familiar because that kind yes. of stopped like her like yes. looking into the guy from the mm-hmm. restaurant stopped when like all of this other shit because she yes. was talking about her like task to do list and how yeah, it, like, mm-hmm. which I'm like, girl, how are you not writing this down? like I yeah, didn't... but I mean, you can't really write down stuff that you shouldn't be doing. So yeah, I understand. I'm very curious as to what happened, like what is Matthew's story? what's going mm-hmm. on there? Mm-hmm. Why him? The alley? Weird. I D K. Okay. Yes.
0: Yeah, the alley is tripping me up because it's like, where did you go? Where did I you mean? Go?
2: Or, well, when Genevieve, I don't. I think this is one of my chapters, but but Genevieve had said that like. I can't remember exactly what she said, but she was essentially implying that, like, if you cut somebody up out there, it'd be easier to, like, take them out, I which guess. I'm not entirely sure if they mentioned if other people go in and out of the alley. Right.
0: True. I can't remember I, either. I can't remember
2: either. Or if they, it was because they were just watching for Julia or um, mm-hmm. Olivia.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. I wonder, though, like, even if you were to cut up somebody and you might be easier to get rid of them that way. But wouldn't there still probably be evidence of that, especially if it's at nighttime? Like you but can't get But what if you like dextered it up? Oh my god! Like, that, that seems a little a elaborate in public.
2: And that's why the but fucking, in public. That's why the new garbage bins are there because they had to have like. Uh, like hmm, but hmm, then, like hmm. I don't know, I don't know. But how did they take all that shit out? You know, like true. how did it get in there? <laughs> it's true because <laughs> it's all it's all got that little CCTV camera. So yeah. Interest
0: or Interest. but
2: but we've also seen how Julia corrupted the CCTV footage. So could somebody mm. else have mm. done something? Because True. balaclava dude was able to True. get evidence or DM Somehow like knows forensics, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, from somebody else. So like, what else can balaclava guy
0: huh. do? Interesting. Well, I guess we'll just have to keep reading this book. I guess so. I guess. Okay. Okay. Well, read chapters 9 to 20 or whatever next week, I guess. Yeah, 9 to
2: 20, bitches.
0: Okay, goodbye.
2: Goodbye! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod.